Hello and welcome to Weebsmong. We talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello Bobby, glad to be doing another episode. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the One Piece film Red. And as always, spoilers ahead. Yeah, so One Piece Red is a 2022 Japanese fantasy action-adventure animated film, and this was directed by Goro uh, Taniguchi, and it was produced by Toei Animation. It is the 15th feature film of One Piece uh, of their uh, film series, and based on the uh, and it's based on the manga of the same name, written and illustrated by uh, Eiichiro Oda. Its world premiere was in Nippon Budokan, Tokyo, and it was on July 22nd of 2022. Uh, This was for the celebration of the 25th anniversary of the One Piece manga, and it released theatrically on August 6th, 2022 in Japan and November 4th, 2022 in the United States. And holy shit, I... I knew it was for its anniversary. I didn't. I don't think I realized that it was for its twenty-fifth anniversary. This fucking thing is almost as old as I am, and that is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it it's been going on a very long time, and that's why, as a fellow One Piece fan, I absolutely love that they had this big anniversary thing going on. And Obviously, as, it's way bigger in Japan than it is here. Yeah, though. and as a fellow One Piece hater, I and this is the <laughs> absolute reason why I dislike One Piece because there is way too much fucking content, which I guess could be considered a good thing, but I'm viewing it as a bad thing in this instance. But I'm a hypocrite. I'm just it's more of principle at this point. So, because <laughs> uh, you'll hear me talk about how I love content and abundance of it in many other media. But when it comes to One One Piece specifically, awful. (laughs) And one quick side note, I want to say to all our listeners out there, I really do apologize. The absence, uh, we both have been very busy with our new jobs that we just got. And my job actually took me out of state that I was only supposed to be gone for a week, and it ended up turning into a month. So, yeah, I didn't plan ahead for that. So, with that, I do apologize. So, I just wanted to get that out there before we did enter it. But Yeah, and then on top of that, the holiday season hit. Um, <laughs> you, you came home right at the beginning of the holiday season, so it's just kind of chaotic and messy. And like you said, we're just very busy lately. So hopefully that calms down. And we'll we'll be talking about this more and more in the future or within the next few episodes as well. But for those of you who don't know about this, about One Piece or the movie, the movie is centered around Uta, who is the most beloved singer in the world. Renowned for concealing her own identity when performing her voice has come to be described as otherworldly 
Now, for the first time ever, Uta will reveal... Excuse me. Uta will reveal herself to the world at a live concert. As the venue fills with all kinds of Uta fans, excited pirates, the Navy... Excited pirates, the Navy watching closely, and the straw hats led by Luffy, who simply came to enjoy her sonorous performance. The voice that the whole world has been waiting for is about to resound. The story begins with the shocking fact that she is Shanks' daughter. Okay, I just gotta say, um, I love anime characters' names because her name in Japanese literally means song or singing. So, how original, I guess. They like, always imagine... have to make it something where it's like, oh, yeah, in case you didn't know what this person was about. Yeah. It's like, imagine... oh, you get named this? Oh, you get named, like, I don't know. Um, uh, imagine freaking... coming out of the womb and your parents is like, I'm going to name him Bodybuilder. And then you ha- at that point, you have to grow up to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to name them Song. Or or I guess it would be equivalent of being like, yeah, I'm going to name them Dumbbell. <laughs> it's, just, it's just very interesting. I, uh, you know. But I don't want to work out. <laughs> Shut up, Dumbbell. I named you for a reason. <laughs> Get back to curling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Sorry, I just had to make the point that anime is so original with their names. So, um, yeah, I, as you guys might know, I know nothing about One Piece. So, uh, Bobby has been so kind to kind of give me some guidance. And I am going to, as I'm reading and as I listen to Bobby talk about it, I'm going to try to critique this as much as I can. Because that's all I have to offer for this episode, besides for reading what I'm given. (laughs) So hopefully I have some big criticisms that might make some One Piece fans out there very upset. So we will see. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> this is a this is a blind run through, a blind read for me. So we'll see how it goes. So we begin the movie with the Straw Hats pirates at the island of Elegia. Yep. Elegia. Elegia, I believe, is how they pronounce it in the sub, and then I think they actually pronounce it Elegia in the dub. <laughs> I would not... imagine because I I would assume that this name is taken from non-Japanese influence, so Elegia probably would be or Elegia would be how it would be pronounced in Japanese, but then we would read it given our English. I mean, I don't know if it comes from English, but yeah, you know, just. Influences. Yeah, Legia, Legia. To attend this live concert by Uta, as Bobby has already mentioned, this world famous singer. Uh, She has never shown her face live before, so this must be a pretty big deal. Everyone's just coming to this legendary island, listen to this masked singer. Um, So after her first song is over, Luffy ends up going on stage to say hi to her when it's revealed that she is actually. Uh, that they actually have known each other from their childhood and that she is the red-haired Shanks' daughter. And the reunion is cut short, though, when a group of pirates come and try to kidnap her for ransom. However, Uta reveals more of her powers as she is able to easily subdue the pirates 
with her uh, sing-sing fruit. And I got to say, just from reading this, um, is is Luffy famous? Like, are there pirates, like, them specifically, like, famous and people are like, oh, shit, that's a Straw Hat Pirates? Yes. At okay. this point, so to give you a quick recap, uh, like, to give you a setting of this, and this is spoilers for anyone who isn't caught up for the Wano arc as well, because... Uh, they mentioned this in the movie. I'm actually not completely finished with the Wano arc either, so I kind of found this out. They mentioned in the audience that he was the fifth emperor of the sea. And what that means is you have pirates, like regular pirates that are just pirates. And the more notorious you are, the higher the bounty you have. So obviously the higher the bounty means the well more well famous you are. And... Just like how there's like generals and admirals in the Navy, the Emperor is given to pirates who are way stronger than like your average pirates. So they are someone like even the world government doesn't take lightly or can just like beat out. Mm. And because of his his business he did in Wano... He's been considered the fifth emperor because he's just that strong. Okay. So I, I just wanted to clarify that because the fact that he came up on stage to say hi to her. Like, imagine you're at a concert. Like, uh, you're going to see... I don't know. Who's famous? Uh, you're going to see Beyonce. That's well-known <laughs> amongst everybody. Imagine if you just tried going up on stage to say hi to her. Unless you are... Jay-Z, you're not getting up there. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to be sure, like, this wasn't some weird thing where he's just like, oh, I'm going to walk on stage. Okay, so he's well known. It kind of was for oh. Luffy, how he did it in the movie, but, like, every, like, nobody dared to say anything because, like, they saw him and they're immediately like, they were like oh, my God, that Straw Hat Luffy, that Straw Hat Luffy. Like, everyone became scared because of how well known he is. Gotcha. Okay. Um, on top of that, uh, how does Shanks just lose his daughter? Is this something like he knocked someone up and he didn't know he had a daughter? <laughs> and they drew the conclusion from her having red hair and she, then they're like, oh, you're my daughter? Or was she just like, oh, I know you, Luffy. Oh, that's my dad. Hold on This to seems that like a very weird... Uh, I get a little bit in... Well... Just hold on to that question. I will tell you how we lost it in very next paragraph. Um, okay. <laughs> but the resolution and ending, I'll let you know because we technically don't find out until the end of the movie exactly what happened. So once we get there, I'll explain it there. So there's this whole thing. Like at this point in time, we know that they're related or like that's her, his daughter, but we don't know what exactly happened. Correct. Gotcha. Because... I'll, well, before I continue, let me just read on a little bit, and then I'll continue on with this comment. So, gotcha. after this, Luffy heads back to his little spot he was and enjoys the food and the concert when Uta pr proclaims that this concert will last forever. Excuse me. And at first, everyone's all cheering, because normally her concerts that she does is usually like an hour or two hours long, so they kind of think this is a little little gag 
bit that she's doing. <laughs> and then soon after, she comes over and introduces herself to the rest of the Luffy's crew, the Straw Hat Pirates. And that's when we learn that they grew, uh, how they grew to know each other was when Shanks was docked at Luffy's hometown 12 years ago. And that's where they kind of like grew up as like childhood friends. But then one day she just disappeared and never returned. And when Luffy asked Shanks, he told him that she left to pursue a career as a singer because she's always wanted to sing. And that is when Uta tells Luffy that she should quit being a pirate as she will create a world with only happiness and peace. Of course, Luffy refuses this as it's his dream of becoming king of the pirates. So to hmm. go back and answer your question a little bit, we do see in a little flashback that because Shanks always would come back to dock at Luffy's hometown for like rest and resupply and all this stuff. And just one day she didn't come back and Shanks says they left her at an island to because she wanted hmm. to pursue her dreams as a singer. This sounds sketchy. He just, his daughter up and goes missing. Like, the only person we can ask and tr we have to trust his word for it is Shanks. All mm -hmm. right. That seems a little sketchy, but sounds like a case of a missing person, and he's suspect number one. Just wait until it gets on. Continue uh, on. All right. Great. I'm excited. Uh, so... I love hearing this from someone who knows, like, nothing yeah. of One Piece, so oh. it actually gives a fresh view. Also, when she says it lasts forever, I'd be like, yo, uh, I'd be raising my hand like, uh, you mean metaphorically, right? <laughs> like, please? Can I go home? Okay. Um, so, Uta uses her powers and captures the Straw Hat Pirates as the crowd cheers. Oh, okay. Um, so, she's the bad guy. Everyone here <laughs> has been attacked or affected by the pirates in one way or another. Oh, maybe the Straw Hat Pirates are the bad guys. Well, I guess they they're are pirates. pirates. Yeah, yeah. Okay. However, during the attack with the Starhead Pirates, Luffy was rescued by Trafalgar. Yep. Trafalgar Law and Bart. Oh, Bartholomew. Yep. Who happened to be the uh, on the island as well. Meanwhile, this concert has been broadcast all over the world, and the five elders ruling the world government have deemed Uta as a threat to the world and to the Marine Fleet Admiral uh, Sakazuki orders all available battleships to head to Allegia and capture her. All right. So. <laughs> so what do you think of this so far now? I'm trying to figure out who the bad guy really is here. It's kind of like right now I'm getting the vibes of since we're looking at it from the perspective of like One Piece is the Straw Hat Pirates. They got to be the good guys, right? But. That's the same perspective that I had towards The Last of Us 1, where it's like, we're the good guys. But then you realize as you're ending, it's like, oh my god, we're the bad guys of the story. So now I'm thinking the Straw Hat Pirates are the bad guys, and Uta's the good guy. But the five elders, they seem... Well, they they rule the world government, so they're obviously the bad guys. Uh, and they're <laughs> ordering the Marine... I love it. <laughs> They're ordering the Marine Fleet to capture her. So I'm thinking Uta's in the right here. And 
honestly, we should ask her motive before we're jumping to conclusions, sending the entire Navy. Also, that tells me that the government is the bad guys when there's zero hesitation on just full-blown nuclear war against one woman. I don't know. I There's a lot of, like, <laughs> this smells fishy, and I'm not sure what to think at the moment. I'm on Uta's side at, at this point. I love your reasoning. And Until your I get a motive. Your reasoning is, like, perfect fit for an actual <laughs> One Piece fan. That's what <laughs> makes it even better. Is like, well, you're like, great. wait, maybe they're the good guys, but... It, the straw patch are the good guys, but kind of the bad guys. The world government is corrupt, and it's just like, yes, you're hitting everything <laughs> on the nail. Like, I, all I know <laughs> about One Piece for all the listeners out there, if you've listened to all our episodes, I don't know how often we talk about One Piece. It's not very often, but when we do, that is the extent of my knowledge. Anything I learned from Bobby, I have not <laughs> gone and looked into One Piece at all. So, basically, I'm working off of a handful of conversations and three paragraphs. <laughs> All right, let's continue. This has turned out to be so good. All right, so, <laughs> so we find out Luffy's group, as in, like, Luffy, Law, Bartholomew. I always have a hard time. It's a weird name. It is. Oh, and just to let you know, Law's voice actor is actually Matt Mercer, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of like this guy. Now I got to see what he looks like. He's, you can keep actually, talking. I'm looking him up. He's a character that I think Taylor would enjoy. Okay. He's, he's so he's psycho. Like a little bit. When you we went through his arc, yes. Um, but anyways, so that group is currently being pursued by Uta and the concert goers. And they go to hide and enter... Elegia's castle, where they meet Gordon, who is Uta's adopted father and former king of Elegia. This oh, is also is. where it is revealed that he took in Uta after Elegia was destroyed in an incident attributed by Red Hair Shanks and his crew, who, by all accounts, plundered the land for its treasures and abandoned Uta in Elegia. He raised Uta to be a great musician and kept her sheltered from the outside world. But when she attained worldwide fame, she began to learn of the suffering inflicted on a great number of her fans by pirates. Uta then Hmm. arrives and forces Luffy's group to escape and Gordon pleads with her to not carry out her plan. However, Uta reveals she found an inscription of a song called Tat Musica that can unleash a great power. And she goes and immobilizes Gordon and traps her the same way she did with the other straw hats. Hmm. So now who do you think is in the right? Hmm. Um. Let's see. So her adoptive father's a king, which makes me think she was obviously she's being manipulated by this king. Um former king cuz the country mm, oh, was former destroyed. King. Right. Uh due yeah, to the country was the, destroyed due to Shanks the, the, and his crew. Due to Shanks. Okay. So the 
Shanks is not a good guy. He destroyed an entire country. What was, why did he destroy this country? Do we have a motive? Oh, well, hmm. To plunder the island's treasures. Is, and then he abandoned his daughter there. Is what we are told, yes. Okay, so from this... Oh, but now I feel like the king stole Uta. Like, he kidnapped her as like, hey, you plundered my island, I'm gonna steal your daughter. Hmm... But also, like, you fucking plundered this dude's island, destroyed his kingdom. Um, but right here it says, Uta arrives and forces Luffy's group to escape. Was that intentional? Is I thought she tried capturing Luffy just a moment ago. She did, so they were. What that this means is they ran away into this castle, which this is where they met Gordon. Oh, and they she were forces... This- yeah. Like, forces them to retreat, not yeah. really to us. Okay. Okay, so she's still going after him. Yes. Okay. Um, so, so up before this last pair, or this last sentence about the Tote Musica, I still think she's in the right. She's avenged... Well, she was... Mm, this is tough, because I still don't know why she was abandoned or if she was taken, but Shanks... And his crew did destroy a fucking continent, basically. Like an entire kingdom. Yep. That can't you can't be the good guy there unless you give a valid reason. Right now, his reasoning, not very valid. Or at least he's not ex- explaining himself. But then here this last line, you say Uta reveals she found an inscription of a call, song called Tote Musica. And from my knowledge of German, Tote means dead or death. Um like Kino der Toten, uh, Thinner of the Dead. So now <laughs> it's questionable who's the good guy here. Like, does she know what power it's going to unleash, or does she just think it's really strong music? Because she lost. You had me in the first half, not going to lie. <laughs> this is so amazing because I know what is happening. Like, I've, I've already I've seen this twice, both subbed and dubbed. And, like, all your things, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait till we get to the next paragraph. I can't wait till we get to the next paragraph. Because, like, some yeah. of these are completely off, and some of these are, like, <laughs> on point, And I'm just like, oh, this is yeah. so perfect. Because, you know, right now, I'm on the fence. I could see both sides of this. Right now, Shanks has a lot of explaining to do. And that's what it comes down to. Yep. I, no. At this point, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think in the end, the Pirates are going to be the good guys. But mm, right now, it could flip the coin. Uh, so Luffy's group comes across Kobe, uh, Helmepo, Helmepo. Helmepo. Yeah, Helmepo. And uh, Blueno? Bluno. Bluno. Interesting. Interesting name. Yeah, I know. Bluno. <laughs> Uh, and they are operating undercover for the world government. Oh, see, you can't trust the world government. With a name like the world government, that is way too much power to be in a single entity. That just seems... Whew. Okay. Kobe reveals that Uta has uh, power of the Sing Sing Fruit, which allows her to send people into a dream world known as the Sing Sing World. How original. By singing to them. <laughs> Whoa, didn't see that one coming. Uh they and everyone else who watched the concert are trapped in this world whose reality is completely controlled by Uta. The Sing Sing world ceases to exist whenever Uta falls asleep. However, Uta has been consuming a drug called Wake Shrooms. 
Oh, great names. Uh, that keeps her awake at all hours and drastically shortens her lifespan. If Uta were to die, everyone in the Sing Sing world would be trapped there forever. In the real world, the Marine fleet arrives at Elgia to find that the concertgoers are all asleep. They're blocking their hearing to nullify Uta's singing, but Uta assumes uh, control of the concertgoers to overwhelm the Marines and remove their hearing blockers. <laughs> the five elders know that Uta has mere hours left to live and that if she dies, 70% of the world's population will be trapped in the Sing Sing world. Holy shit, how many people attended this fucking concert? Well, it's not only the concert, it was also being broadcast through the entire world. Oh, right, because uh, Pirate World has satellites to broadcast this, I got it. Basically, yes, they have what's called transponder snails, and... Snails. Yes. <laughs> okay. Every, so basically any kind of communication, you think like telephone, anything like that, it's all snails. And mm-hmm. like the, there's all different kinds. One that's just for phone and then one that oh, uses like a projector for things. a TV. Basically. These are the stupidest little things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are. Anywho. Okay. So let me just break this down for a sec. The world government has some undercover people. So they're already in on this. Like, they already know what's going on. Like, they were already like, yo, Uta's bad news. Let's watch her. And they have all this information on her. Why didn't they do anything sooner? That seems like poor planning. Uh, also, what a mere coincidence. Or how convenient that out of all the times... Now they're like, yo, she's going to die soon. So we're on a time crunch. That just seems very plot convenient. <laughs> um. So one thing, to counteract that point, the whole, I don't know how they're able to, how she was able to go undetected, but the whole point was they couldn't make a move because they, she never showed herself. Oh, that's right. This, she, is, the this is the first time in public. live concert. So, they so did, she's just been doing concerts like over the air for her yes. entire career. Okay. Like basically, think of someone doing YouTube, and then they're finally like, "Hey, I'm gonna go live, like, and actually like show myself." Or like, okay, yeah. okay, I can I can let that one slide then. Um. So she also has the ability to control their sleeping corpses. Apparently, yeah. That, that okay. So not only can they tra- she trapped her soul in the Sing Sing world and then completely control that world, she can apparently control people Dude, this who are girl, asleep. This woman is great at multitasking, let me say. Like, I can barely control one person, like, of myself, let alone if I was con- trying to control other people. So, pretty wild. They do but actually mention this. Talented woman. They do actually mention that because the uh, Bluno has his power as a door door fruit. Basically, he can make doors appear anywhere, like even in mm-hmm. the air. It's basically like a portal. Um, nice. nice. Actually, he, that'd be kind of a sick fruit. It, it actually is pretty sweet. And his thing is, he goes, yeah, because it still takes stamina to use, even though it doesn't like, it's still like a power inside your body, even mm-hmm. though it's not like a physical thing like Luffy, how he stretches it still, like, drains his stamina. So that was one of the things is, like, oh, the main downside of this is that when you sleep, it goes away, or if you lose concentration, but because she's constantly using these wake shrooms, 
basically think of it like constantly drinking coffee when you're about to yeah, fall asleep. Yeah, she's on she's constantly on speed. Yeah. Um to keep okay. her alive or awake, but one of the side effects is aggression and Mm-hmm. shortened lifespan <laughs> interesting all right so yeah i mean she she's going off the deep end a little bit but i do still see her motives like she wants well she may be taking it a little too far like just take out the strell hats you don't have to take out the rest of the world with it unless the rest of the world is in on it they ordered them to destroy her kingdom man this the I bet world order, world government here was like, yeah, yo, this king, he is not paying his taxes to the world government. We need you to collect our debt. And then Shanks is like, you know what? I'm a pirate. That's in my job description. So he goes, he's like, yo, tax time. And then he raids their kingdom and destroys their economy. And the king is thrown into poverty and he adopts abandoned little uta i like your thing i think i <laughs> continue on <laughs> so pretty much everything is about to be revealed for the most part right here the trapped Perfect. straw hats managed to free themselves by singing the notes they correspond to on the staff which is so her ability when she captures them is they put she puts them on like this like musical sheet and you mm. know how like do re mi fa so like all that are all on mm-hmm. like different lines right on like yeah. a musical i'm familiar score. with how a musical sheet works yeah mm-hmm. so basically <laughs> they found out that if they sing uh the corresponding where they're laid out they they, they can uh free themselves wow good on these pirates for having a sense of like a range of vocalizations i'd be like yo you gotta sing a c minor i'd be like you know what just trap me here i'm done there's no way i'm getting out the straw hats did have a musician so of course they did uh but although it makes sense (laughs) it makes sense it makes sense that pirates would be able to sing on tune because they're at sea for so long those shanties don't sing themselves (laughs) so so they are able to free themselves and head towards the castle to find their weakness in uta's power in the library, Robin discovers that there is actually a way to make the worlds converge, as in the singing world and the real world, by actually summoning Tot Musica, a demonic entity whose existence spans in both worlds. So basically, this demon lord entity would spawn in both the real world and the music world, and because he shares in both realities, there's a way to, like... Like a wormhole type thing that can release mm-hmm. them. Okay, okay, I follow you. But Top Musica has to be attacked simultaneously in both worlds in the same spot. And when it is defeated, those in the Sing Sing world will return to reality. Uta goes back to resume her concert in the Sing Sing world, but this is when her audience starts to resist the idea of living here forever. And it starts to grow more and more unstable with kind of like, it's kind of like your reaction to just a moment where some of them are actually like, you know what? Yeah, this would be nice. I could live here because you have food, entertainment. You don't have to work anymore for the rest of your life. 
But then there's also some that are like, well, my life's not actually all that bad. I want to actually go home. And so you start to get this little unravel. And, like, the people who are defending are like, Uta's doing this for us. And then, like, you have the other ones that are like, yeah, but we never asked her. And all this commotion starts going. I'd be like, listen, Uta, give me a PS5 and the new God of War. (laughs) I'm set. So then Uta kind of snaps and goes crazy and ends up turning them all into inanimate objects and like floods this whole area so now it's like this whole picture rainbow road from mario kart but like a whole world now so like the water is uh or have you ever seen that picture of that one really reflective water that like reflects the sky yeah. So think of that, but the sky is completely like rainbows. Like that, okay. like the rainbow road type. So like that's what this world looks like right now. And she kind of walks off and is like by herself because of the audience reaction. So now she's very conflicted. And this is when Luffy confronts Uta and is told by Gordon that he has been joined by Shanks and the Red Hair Pirates in the real world. And we find out what really happened that destroyed Elegia, which was okay. Uta. They did come to Elegia, red haired, the red haired pirates and shanks. Wait, I'm going to stop you right there for one second. Okay. You said she turned people into inanimate objects. Like, like people just turn it into tables and shit. Uh, it was more like uh, stuffed animals, ice cream, mm. kind of more like happy stuff, but yes. Okay. Like Dr. Stone, unless like, but people turned into fun things rather than stone. Yes. Okay. Because remember, um, she controls everything in the Sing Sing world. She just she had the ability to do that the entire like, you she could have just murdered people at will <laughs> in this world. Yes. But and she you're wanted happiness Luffy, and peace. Right. But you're telling me Luffy was in this world and she was originally out to get Luffy and she could have just you know killed him right then and there. She could have because her. Because he was a childhood friend, she was more like, mm. at first trying to more convince him to like, hey, give up being a pirate, just live here and we can have fun like we did when we were younger. So she still kind of has that sentiment, but like for the other pirates, uh. she did trap. She didn't, I guess she didn't want the audience to think she was all this powerful. But yeah, you kind of get that little, all of okay. a sudden now well. she can turn people into inanimate. Objects. Her motive's weak. A dead pirate's a good pirate. She should have followed through. <laughs> so, going back with that, we actually find out when they were in Elegia, uh, Gordon offered Uta to stay here and she would be raised into a, the best singer there was. And Shanks offered Uta, like, hey, you know, you could stay here instead of being with a bunch of dirty old pirates. And she said, no, she she is the red-haired pirate's musician, and she wanted to stay with them. And Shanks agrees. How, Wasted potential. However, at that night, somehow, the top musica sheet magically appeared because it was sealed away hundreds of years ago or something. And because she sang so much... I forget how exactly they described it, but basically she sings so much and because her singing voice resonated with it, it unlocked the seal 
And she found this, the musical score of this, and began singing it because at this and point. She destroyed Allegia. Yep. And at this mm. point, she's only like eight years old. So the red haired pirates tried to defend the country and uh, defeat like Top Musica. Luckily, because she was a kid, she ended up passing out relatively soon. So it disappeared. But in the meantime, Elegia was destroyed and there was essentially no survivors. So mm. Shanks told Gordon to put the blame on them. And in order to make it real, they took the treasures and left her there because uh, she, if she knew the real reason and she was the fact that she killed all those people, it would have destroyed her. And so Gordon says uh, she will keep it a secret from her and make her the best singer there is. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So really, there are... It was all a misunderstanding. Pretty much. Okay. Hmm. I still think the uh, world government's bad guys, but they were way too quick to jump on murdering a, a young woman. They were. They responded very quick, and I'm like, listen... You guys have some skeletons in the closet there. If you're willing to just murder someone that fast, <laughs> I don't know. Just wait. Some some still fishy here. Yeah, just wait till you uh, get to the next paragraph. <laughs> All right. So Shanks tries to help Uta, like a good father, who just abandoned his daughter twelve years prior, <laughs> or however long ago that was. Um, but. Sakazuki orders the Marines to fire on her without regard for the concert goers. Okay, there it is. There it is. It was really about protecting citizens of the world. That's not quite the way to do it, people. Uh, so this is forcing Shanks and his crew to go on the uh, defensive. Uh, terrified at the slaughter of her subjects and slipping into delirium from wake shrooms, Uta summons Tot Musica. Again. When Luffy tries to get Uta to stop, she tries to kill him, naturally, as Uta does. <laughs> but Gordon takes the blow instead. And Gordon, that was her adoptive father, correct? correct? Okay. He reveals that Tote Musico was actually the one who destroyed Allegia 12 years ago after Uta accidentally summoned him and Shanks left, as you already had said. And, yeah, so despite this confession, Uta ends up being consumed by Tote Musica, and it moves to consume both versions of Legia, um, the, like, real world and the dream world, I assume. And this easily overpowers the pirates and the marines. Um, yeah, because, you know, it's like some demonic otherworldly being. So, you know, it's kind of hard to fight that. Uh, however, Usopp is able to attain a mental link with his father, Yasop, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> via observation hockey. And this allows the two of them to coordinate simultaneous attacks between the forces of both worlds. And after a long, arduous battle, Luffy and Shanks strike the finishing blows to defeat Tote Musica. However, since it was already consumed, or however, since it has already consumed everyone in Elegia, those in the Sing Sing world do not return. Oh, fuck. Didn't see that one coming. Um, 
Utsu rejects a medicine from Shanks to cure the effects of the wake shrooms in order to sing a song that will bring everyone back. Oh, well, always have to have a happy ending, I guess. Once she does this, the Marine forces move to seize her. Dude, she's trying to help at this point. Just let her do her thing. <laughs> uh, but Shanks repels them with his hockey, and the Marines end up retreating. Shanks and Uta reconcile as father and daughter. Okay, like I've said, this world government, they're too trigger happy. They're just jumping the gun here. They're like, yo, she's bad. Let's just fucking kill everyone on this island. And then she's like, yo, I fucked up. But things are starting to go back to order, back in order. Let me bring the rest back, and they're like, "No, nah, let's just fucking kill this kid." Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you got it pretty much down of what what went down. <laughs> um, I have to say though, like the art and animation for this final battle. Oh my god, it was so good. Like, it was just nice to see, like, everyone coming together and everyone using their attacks. But, like, the final attack where, like, Luffy and Shanks kind of go to deal the final blow. Like, this whole final battle, I think, lasted, like, 10, 15 minutes. But the animation the entire time was, like, so good. Like, I'm not a huge animation person to, like, talk about, oh... This is so, like, go that in-depth with it, but, man, did they... I swear, like, half the budget went to this one fight. That is always, like, really cool when you're able to see how intense and how much effort was put into a fight. And I think anime movies really, they up their budget on them a lot, so you can definitely see, like, throughout the entire film that their budget was better, but... Yeah, and then on top of that, when you see an even better uh, animation later in the movie, it's really rewarding. Like, every time Uta sang, it was like a mini music video every time. Like, the animation, like, you could tell the animation just, like, jumped up every time uh, she did it. Like, they they put a phenomenal work on it. To help give you a little visual, uh, think of the first time you saw Demon Slayer. When mm-hmm. uh, that final battle, this is for season one with the, that spider guy. The yeah, think of that like that two minute span of that beautiful animation in a ten to like fifteen minute fight. Uh, it was just like amazing, and then the last like two minutes where Luffy and Shanks does like the final blow, like the animation just goes crazy, and it was. I usually don't, like, talk so much about, like, animation, but, like, oh, my God, seeing it in theaters, I was just like, the first time, the reason why it stuck with me is because the first time, I made the mistake of getting a freaking, like, large fountain drink. Oh, no. And so, like, the last, like, ten minutes, I'm like, I gotta pee so bad, but I'm like, it's the final fight! And then I had to, like, stick through the entire fight. And then I'm like, all right, it's got to be the ending. I got to see what the ending... I can't miss any of this. So, like, I was holding (laughs) my beat for, like, 20 (laughs) minutes. And then when I went to see it again, and I was like, I didn't get anything to drink. So I'm like, I'm going to sit here and enjoy it. And I was like, oh, my God. It was so good. Like, I loved it so much. That's a great feeling. It's very rewarding. It... They did such a good job, and, like, 
obviously this was like always leading up to this and everything so it was very good but uh yeah so going through this the people started shooting in the crowd uh like the marines started shooting in the crowd uh even though there was like mind controlled church goers in there uh, and they could get shot so the pirates had to defend them so they wouldn't get killed while they were being mind controlled so you got you got that running for the world government <laughs> but uh <sighs> yeah what stuck with me at first i was like Oh, you reject the medicine. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Well, one of the side effects of the medicine was she would be put to sleep because it's to counteract the wake shrooms, which keep you mm-hmm. up. But if she would have fallen asleep, she wouldn't have been able to bring everyone back. So that's why she rejected the medicine and sang one last song, which we learned. Uh, earlier was the song uh, back when Gordon like took over or was like being her adoptive father and she was all alone on this island for years she would sing this song while staring out in the window about her time with the red-haired pirates and Luffy and all this stuff so of course the one song to bring her back bring everyone back was this sad song about wanting to go back out to sea and everything like that and like it like you mentioned shanks and uta was able to reconcile right after that does she end up dying i was about to say let me get the last few parts and then we'll continue on but so after everyone is being woken up from the dream world luffy wakes up back on the thousand sunny after his crude has already departed from Elegia, and he's able to see the red-haired pirate ship sailing away and the looks on the crew as they are standing over a laid-down Uta. Oh, damn. So, yes. She <sighs> indeed die at the end. Man. After they were finally able to reconcile being a father and daughter once more, she dies smiling and crying, laid to rest. You know, you know the phrase, uh, if you live long enough, you'll see yourself become the villain. Yep. In anime, it's always, if you live long enough, you'll see yourself become the villain. And if you leave even longer, then you'll see yourself become the hero again. And that's what happened to Uta here. Yeah, because right, right at the end of this, too, when they're reconciling, she actually admits that... About a year into her doing her singing streaming on the transponder sales, she actually found one that recorded the day of uh, where Elegia got destroyed. So she actually knew a year prior to this about everything that happened, but she fell to basically the peer pressure of her audience because... Everyone in the audience kept saying, thank you, thanks to you, we can live. Thanks to you, we can live on even after all this bad stuff is happening. And they, even some of them, that shows one of like a little girl asking, hey, is there any way we can just live in a world where it's just you and you're singing where we all can be happy? 
And so and she's like, matter of fact, there is. And yeah, glad you asked. So now with her plan already in motion from that, and like everyone's expectations of her, and then she found out that she was the one that caused this destruction. That's sort of when her good intentions started twisting. Because like you mentioned perfectly throughout this, at first it looked like Uta was the good guy. She was doing what was right. But then it slowly twists until she got consumed by Top Musica. And then at the very end, she kind of like has her last redeeming thing of choosing to save everyone instead of her own life. Yeah, I'm still not convinced, though, that the Straw Hat Pirates are good guys either. They're more anti-heroes, if anything. To be fair, they never call themselves heroes. Um, No. Well, I get what you're saying. I'm sure they're pretty proud of themselves when they do stuff. (laughs) Yeah, because it's, to them, for Luffy, the whole point of being a pirate is to be free. Like, he doesn't want to be under the world government he doesn't want to be under anyone. He wants to be able to go on adventures and do whatever he wants. And that's what like being a pirate is like for him. Uh, and he mentions this during uh, their fight, kind of bickering with Uta, where Uta was always trying to say, oh, I'm going to bring a new era of peace and happiness in this Sing Sing world. And Luffy mentions... That's what he's trying to do is bring a new era once he finds the One Piece and becomes King of the Pirates. He's trying to bring a new era out of this great pirate era that they're currently in. Hmm. So they're very much, I would say, anti-heroes because they don't, they never claim to be heroes. But if someone, they usually always befriend someone and there's always some conspiracy going on. And so they end up doing something to protect their friend and sometimes they end up destroying whole countries but it ends up turning out for the better but because they're pirates they the world government always puts them in a bad light and they make up uh they try to make the world government look good and justice and that's what the populace thinks Hmm. so that's why it was fun to see your outside perspective because going into this i already knew what kind of person red hair shanks was and so like everything she said earlier i'm like there's no way he did that he's not that kind of person i'm like there's got to be something else going on i don't know what but there's got to be something else going on (laughs) but because you didn't know that you're like oh shanks is the bad guy like 100 he's the bad guy and so it was nice seeing this like different approach because you don't know anything about it and i've seen like Mm -hmm. almost all the episodes up until this point so it was nice going through the different like what was going on and like your thought process of what was happening versus mine we had very similar thoughts i will say but like certain things when you were like oh you had a bad stigma against certain people i'm like ah no he wouldn't do this but you don't know that so it was very nice to refreshing to see the different opinions. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could provide some sense of amusement and entertainment because I will never watch One Piece. So 
I would be fine with doing more episodes where I just critique it. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? We Maybe we'll uh, do that in the future because One Piece is, because of this movie, spiked in popularity again. And then who knows when the next major thing is uh, going to happen. But, yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to say, I kind of want to throw that out there, is it. this also... This is more of an Easter egg for the longtime fans who probably already put this together. But for me, after watching it, it made me realize way before this even happened, like back in the early, like when Luffy is just starting to make a crew back in like episode 10 and stuff like that, he mentions that he wants a musician in his crew. And I was always Hmm. confused as to why he would ever want a musician like, I thought it was, like, a comic relief type thing, and maybe they just kind of put this in there, but apparently Oda already knew, like, this entire story. So, who knows what, if he had this plan from the very beginning or not. But now, when we learn that Uta was a childhood friend of Luffy, and that she was the red-haired pirate's musician, and because she was Shanks' daughter, and Luffy looks up to Shanks and Shanks was like the father for Luffy because his real father was never was gone and that's a whole different story but that made me think that the reason why he always wanted a musician for his crew is because of Uta and so that was kind of like a a little easter egg I I got from this Yeah, it's nice to see everything kind of come full circle and certain things that were kind of weird has an actual valid explanation and something that's not so like out of like out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, and I said it before and our the I, I think it was actually the episode before this when we were talking about anime movies. Oh no, we did anime merch for 95. Uh, I think anime movies was 90 or something. I always loved it when it was more about backstories and you learn more about the world through this movie instead of just being like, hey, we're just going to throw a movie on some random ass adventure that's not even canon. Uh, Right. So this, I personally really enjoyed it because not only did we learn about like Uta and Shanks having a daughter and everything, but the fact that she does die and because she never like appears again in the... Well, I don't know. I don't. I haven't read the manga. If she never appears or any mention of her, but it was cool that they brought this new character, but then they also took her away. But also, she filled in some gaps or some lore in the background that we kind of already knew, and now it's like solidified. Like, oh, this happened, and it was like, oh, I love movies like that that give you more mm-hmm. of the lore, more of the story of the world. Yeah. Yeah, it is always a nice little touch. World building is always a great part of, like, just any media, really. Just learning about all those little things here and there. It's so great. Um, My question of the day, because I'm pretty sure you don't have any closing comments, unless you have any more questions you would like answered. Nope, I think I'm good. My uh, question of the day, I think it's rather fitting for this, because of how many 
songs there were and the whole point was it being basically like a musical is what is your favorite song from it mine's gotta be that i forget what it's called i've already heard a couple covered songs from it i shouldn't know the name but that last song she sings at the end is it, maybe it's a bit cliche that it's the last song the one but actually hearing the full song is so good uh but yeah that would be mine and mine is the outro because <laughs> it signifies that it's finally over i uh, think it actually is yeah, a so, song by the voice actress too i think they do play the outro i'm not 100 oh, sure but um, and you got some facts lined up for me, so I will relay that to everyone. So one of the facts is, as of November 13th of 2022, the film grossed over 18.25 billion yen in Japan, making it the highest grossing film of One Piece and the highest grossing film of 2022 in Japan. And the sixth highest grossing film, anime film, of all time in Japan, and then the ninth highest grossing film of all time in Japan. That's pretty impressive, actually. It's insane because... <laughs> yeah, ninth highest grossing of all time in Japan. That's One crazy. Piece is just so big over there. Like, it's actually insane. <laughs> um, so, fact number two, the film has been number one in box office rankings in Japan for 11 consecutive weeks, which only three Japanese films have ever done worldwide. The film has grossed over 180.6 million us dollars, making it the ninth highest grossing Japanese film of all time. It's fucking crazy. It almost made a fifth of a billion dollars. It's wild. It's insane, dude. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest institutions of Japanese television, NHK's, uh, yearly New York singing competition, Kohaku Uta uh, Gassen, revealed the members of the red and white teams today, which I assume it is today. As um, it, it was actually as of November 18th, Friday. Ah, when you wrote yes. this up. Um, wrote this section. And um, yeah, so they revealed the members of the red and white teams as of 11-18, announcing that One Piece... Uh, Red's Uta will be making history as the first anime character on the program as a competing member for the Red team. Um, that's interesting. I don't quite know logistically how that works out. I don't know what this really even is, but that seems like a pretty big deal. I don't know. Seeing that it's the first time yeah, ever. I don't honestly. I don't know much about it either. Uh, it just looks like it's some like sing, like basically what it says a singing competition. That I'm assuming is normally just regular people, like high, like no or well-known singers, come and do do this, and then uh, I guess with the popularity of One Piece and how it's still like really big right now in Japan, they're like we're gonna bring Uta here. I feel like it's more publicity, but it also, like I said, it's making history. Like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> but yeah, that will be it for the facts, and that's it for this episode. So don't forget to show some love and support on patreon.com slash And of course, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Weebspawn, 
And you can contact us at weebspawn.gmail.com. Thank you guys all for listening. I've been your host, Bobby. And I'm Joshua. And we will see you guys next time when we weeb spawn.